welcome to the Birth Nurses Podcast. I'm Shana Brickner from Preparented, and I'm joined by my co-host Liz Baker-Wade from Birth and Beyond in Santa Monica. We are the Birth Nurses. In this podcast, we talk about birth and nursing practice and labor and delivery, and in a broader sense, the whole world of nursing too. From two women who have been on both sides of the birthing bed, we've got some things to talk about that will enhance your understanding of birth. Whether you're a first-time pregnant parent, a parent to one or more babies, or a professional in the birth world, this podcast is for you. Join me and Liz and special guests as we share and learn from each other here on the Birth Nurses Podcast. Welcome back to the Birth Nurses Podcast. We're trying something a little bit different today, and for a few episodes, we're going to do something called birth bits and breastfeeding bits. We're just going to tell little stories about um, what happens in labor and delivery and in a lactation consult, kind of um, as general as possible, right? right? To not violate anybody's personal um, information. Yeah, but that's hard because I'm in labor and delivery over 30 years now, and these scenarios tend to often be very similar. Exactly. So if this sounds like you and you were one of my patients over the last 33 years in labor and delivery, <laughs> it's not you. It's not you. It's very general. It could have been you, but then it's also like 500 other Thousand. people. Yeah. <laughs> other <like> people. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Okay. Let's do it. Cool. So first we're going to tell some quick stories about what happens during the admission process <laughs> in labor and delivery. So one time I got a patient and I go into the room, she's in the triage room and I'm doing her admission questions and she was in labor. And so I'm asking her all the questions to kind of get through things. And one of the questions is, what's your surgical history? Have you ever had any surgeries? And she said, yes. And I said, okay, what's that? Sur- what surgery have you had? She said, I've had a hysterectomy. And I, I just kind of, I'm sure my eyes just like bugged out of my face and I, maybe my jaw dropped a little bit. And I was like, but you have a baby in you. Like, how have you had a hysterectomy? And she could tell I was confused. And she was like, well, let me explain. I was born with two uteruses. And so I had to have one of them removed so that the good one would like enable a baby to implant and, you know, the embryo to implant and to grow a baby. And I was like, excuse me, what? Like, how did you get two uteruses? (laughs) This was early in your career. This was early in my career. I I had never heard of this before. And she said, no, help me describe this, Liz, but from what I understand, when she was developing in her mother's womb, her DNA was like confused a little bit. And instead of forming two kidneys and one uterus, her body developed one kidney and two uteruses. So she only had one kidney. And then she also got a hysterectomy. Did she also have two cervixes? I believe so, yes. So I have seen... Um, however, that developmental in the embryonic phase uh-huh. is happening. That developmental, we'll call it an error. Sure. Don't anybody get hysterical. It's just an <laughs> error. 
You'd be surprised how many little errors there are that we don't notice in people, like a third nipple on a baby or a webbed finger or an extra pinky. Mm -hmm. I think about three, four percent, by the way. Um, One of my sisters uh, actually was born with one kidney and she didn't find that out till her 60s. And so was my grandmother. Yeah. So um, I've seen two vaginas. Mm -hmm. Interesting exam. Uh, two uteruses, four kidneys, um, gynecological wow. yes. examinations maybe reveal this and the patient doesn't really know. Right. So, um, yeah, completely possible. Interesting, right? <laughs> so All interesting. kinds of stuff. Yeah. What else has happened to you during the admission process? Well, in the admission phase, I often ask people, I, I, let, let's expand on the, have uh, you ever had a surgery? Uh-huh. And um, most, a lot of women will look right in my face and say no. <laughs> and then I take a deep dive into the history. So right. note to nurses out there in labor and delivery, after you've had after you have taken a history, you want to make sure you take a deep dive into their history because people will often look you straight in the face and say no. Uh-huh. And then I look through their history and I find out they had their wisdom teeth removed and I often want to know if they've had general anesthesia. The anesthesiologist wants to know and then I'm like, oh, she hadn't actually had an appendectomy. Right, or, that counts. <laughs> right, she had a stent because she had um, uh, kidney stones. Mm-hmm. These all count, everybody out there. Yes. So it's really funny when people automatically say no. So it's good to say anything, anywhere. Have you ever been to sleep? Has anybody ever removed, rearranged, or corrected <laughs> anything in Wisdom your body? Wisdom teeth, yeah, breast augmentation. Oh, yeah, that's anything. a big one. Uh-huh. I forget about that. And yeah. it's like, you know, I'm going to be your bestie for 12 hours. Yeah. I'm going to figure that out. Yes. So <laughs> I want to know where the breast implants are. Mm-hmm. Were they implanted around the nipple, underneath the chest wall, in the armpit? This might have significant implications um how we breastfeed and so make sure um you uh, disclose everything but those are pretty funny my other favorite is medications people have an interesting idea of what constitutes medications antidepressants those count those count (laughs) prenatal vitamins count yes dha vitamin d your herbs your supplements yeah so that's a funny one. Do you take any meds? No, but I do take aspirin right. once a day, <laughs> and I have this list of herbs. Yes, and then I take some omega three, omega threes, and that all counts. I want to know everything that you ingest. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is for your medical history, but it's pretty funny what people yeah. omit. Yes, or sometimes I'll actually be doing my head to toe exam, and I really do do a head to toe, and I see scars. <laughs> Right, you're like, what's the scar? What's the oh, scar? it's from when I had surgery when I was three years old. Right. What? Oh, oh yeah, I had <laughs> I had a melanoma on my back, and I had a really Gosh. big surgery. It's like, oh, this is important. Yes, that <laughs> constitutes surgery. Goodness gracious! So that's always funny. Yeah. Disclose, everybody. Something else that has happened during the admission process is I've discovered that someone has piercings. In places that I didn't expect, <laughs> genitalia piercings, yeah. um, nipple piercings. Very common. And then usually during pregnancy, someone might remove like their belly button piercing. But um, even like a lip piercing would be important to remove, yeah? Yeah. I would say look at sort of the big picture. If you have genital piercings, there's a big baby head coming through there. 
and um, that may be problematic if you get tears mm-hmm. that can extend into a worse tear. Uh, I'm not really so much worried about infection. Right. There's no reason uh, to. Uh, yeah. um, but belly piercings, oral piercings, lip piercings, and tongue piercings, mm. if you in any way, shape, or form were involved in an emergency during your birth and needed to go to the operating room, the anesthesiologist may need to put you under general anesthesia and does not want anything to be knocked off and down into your uh, lungs to be aspirated. So just something when we ask the questions, do you have any piercings? We mean all of them. Yes. Because eventually I'm going to find the genital piercings when Uh. I do your exam. (laughs) So don't be embarrassed. I always just say disclose, disclose, saves time. Just everything. Yeah. (laughs) Good one. Yeah, because this happened to me once where it was time to push. Yeah. And I left, I mean, I had gotten her, like, she had already been laboring for a while. I came on to shift, lift up the the sheet, and I'm like, oh, you have a genital piercing. Yeah. And that we just had to decide what to do real fast. (laughs) I mean, I think most of the times... People say, no, I want it left alone. Mm-hmm. And then just, we tried really, really hard um, to do our best. Leave, do our best, <laughs> yeah. leave it alone, yes. and hope that there is no tears that extend into the piercing area. Yeah. And then Oof. when you recover, you can put everything back where it was before, but just yeah. for labor, you might consider yeah. removing. What could, do you think they could do that in the doctor's office? Like you go to your doctor, you say, can you help me remove? Because sometimes they have those little, the ring, like the loop. Hoop yeah, with the screw, ball. It's a screw ball. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I have to get it So off. they it's need hard. help removing it. Yeah, I've taken them off and yeah. I had to use like teeny tiny little clamps. Kellys or yes. what we call clamps. Um, and it's taken me a while to yeah. get them off. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they could do that in the doctor's office. Have your partner do or it. Or go to a piercing, you know, a piercing parlor, tattoo whoever, parlor. Yeah, where or they whoever pierced it. you. Right. Try to get them to take it off. <laughs> they probably have the internet. Exactly. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. I, I think these are my favorite kind of episodes. Just short and sweet, to the point. So remember, people, remove those piercings. Remember every medication you're taking and tell your nurse. And uh, and surgeries that you've had. They all count. They all count. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Birth Nurses Podcast. If you enjoyed this, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can share this podcast with your pregnant friends or new moms. Secondly, you can write a review and rate us on iTunes. And thirdly, we would love if you would check out our Instagram accounts and websites. I'm on Instagram as Preparented and online www.preparented.com. And Liz is on Instagram as Birth Nurse Liz, and her website is birthandbeyond.net. Thanks for listening.